self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point or on tiktok at eddie b talking and i can be found at red underscore calamity on um instagram if you have a question reddit whatever that you would like for us to respond to on the show you can find us on the aforementioned uh, social media or you can send it to our gmail account which is conversation con artist at gmail.com um so yeah let's uh let's get into the reddits we didn't have anybody send anything in did we uh, shout out oh. to Leon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll shout see. out to Leon. We were in Leon's top five podcast, which I listen. We literally just get out here and have random conversation. And it is amazing to me that people like to hear it. Even after all the time that we've been doing this, it's still like, what? <laughs> Any of y'all who've been listening since the jump or since early on, we've been doing this for eight years. Eight years. Now, when I was in Hawaii, we probably skipped a good year or 52 weeks combined, I guess. Yeah. But outside of that, there we haven't missed that many episodes if we could help it. And that puts us at 52 episodes a year nearly. Um, outside of that one. So we got a lot of episodes, man. It's it's crazy. And I appreciate anybody who's been sticking with us or anybody who's started listening. Especially off the energy that we do not market the podcast at all. <laughs> we absolutely we and I don't, we don't even bother having the conversation about doing it anymore. I think we used to like be like we gotta we need to, and then I think we both just it wasn't gonna happen. Like <laughs> we like, literally no. started this podcast because <laughs> we was having these conversations on her couch, and you know she was like, "We can do this on the podcast." Yeah. We doing we we spending the time sitting here talking about shit anyway. Let's just do it on a platform. And yeah. it's about a lot of, I don't want to say validation, but it's been a good feeling to know that somebody was listening to some of the shit we've been talking about. And we've got to meet people we wouldn't have met. Like, we wouldn't have met Michael. We wouldn't have met Leon. Like, I can legitimately say I know people in the fucking UK because of this show. <laughs> like, fantastic. We would never have met them or any of the other people that have, like, we, it's amazing. So, Shout out to Leon and any and the rest of the listeners as well. Like it's just it's really fucking cool. Um so yeah, just just wanted to mention that. Let's see. Of course I have Am I the Assholes? Um and I only picked the ones that are assholes to see if we agree. I had this one from um last week and it was still on there, so I'm gonna start with this. And I, I this is one of the ones where I'm like, I don't know how you could possibly not be an asshole based off the title. Would I be the asshole to ask someone to return a baby gift I want a more expensive version of? Immediately, yes. <laughs> well, it depends on if they're asking if they if they want them to buy the expensive version. Or if they just want them to take. But Okay, let me see what it is first. Um... I'm having my first child in a couple of weeks and my in-laws asked what was missing to buy, what I was missing to buy for the baby. I sent a link to a playpen that I wanted to get for the baby, which is $125 on sale from $180. It is the color I want, the music and vibration features. It has multiple pockets and a big space for pampers, bottles, etc. Plus it has near perfect reviews. Yesterday, my sister-in-law showed me the one they got me, which is $90, but in a color I don't like, with a smaller area to put baby things and no outside pocket. It was like they didn't put the effort to order the one I wanted and ordered the first one they saw at Target. Personally, I feel awkward with these things and just said thank you, and it's cute, but I truly don't want it. Would I be the asshole to request they return it and get the one I asked for and sent the link to? Oh, <sighs> yeah. Yeah, first you of all, and I, I think this happens to a lot of first-time parents. I don't have any kids, so take this with a grain of salt. 
all of the things that most people when they first have a baby think that they're going to need and that's going to be important and that's going to help the baby most people end up buying so much shit they never use or so much shit that's so important because they don't know what to do (laughs) like all of that sound excessive as fuck it's a baby in a playpen that baby's not going to give a fuck. That baby's not even going to remember being in the playpen at all or what it looked like. I it, I don't even know the importance of... <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and they got you one, but the pocket's too small <laughs> and it's in a color? Like, like come on, man. <laughs> like, if, if you were having a baby, you you feel the same way about the items that you wanted particularly. You think so? I think that apart apart from the people who will be buying it, I think that you will be doing because when you buy shit, you research heavily. I do. And you come to the conclusion about what you're going to buy based on the practical pieces of it. Yeah. And so if you wanted a very particular type of baby item and I bought you some shit that I wanted you to have instead of what you wanted, you what, I don't think you would ask me to rebuy it or take it back or nothing like that. No. You'll be trying to figure out how to do that. <laughs> You'll be trying to figure out how to sell it. But I feel like if it's something that I feel that particular about, I wouldn't even ask anybody else to get it. I'm a, like the things that I feel like I would like if somebody wanted to help me out of probably would be like pampered, like basic shit. But like if it's something that I feel very strongly about, I'm not gonna chance you fucking it up. Because then now I got to, like, figure out, okay, he didn't get this, but I don't want to be rude. I'm not going to deal with all of that. Like, yeah. if it's something that I felt strongly enough about to read, because I don't research everything I buy, but if it's if it's something I feel strongly enough to research, I'm going to buy this shit for myself, and I'm not even going to, like, get anybody else to get it. Because yeah. I'm going to want to make sure I get the thing that I want. <laughs> so... I would probably only be having people buy milk and pampers and shit, really. I feel or like receiving blankets or like things that don't really fucking matter in the big scheme of the baby. But if I like if I wanted a specific playpen, which I don't know what the significance I don't know that that's something I release. It's a fucking it's like the kennel I put my dog in. Like it's it's just somewhere for the child to be to be able to move around and be safe and not be around shit that they might fuck themselves up with. Like how technical does a playpen really need to be it's it's just a it's just a space for the child to be in that just i don't and maybe i don't know enough about playpen parents that's listening you can let me know but like playpens just seem like a place where you put the child and put things that they're allowed to have to keep them from getting into things that they shouldn't get into or endangering themselves and i just don't know i mean the only thing she mentioned is that it the one she wanted had a bigger pocket. <laughs> uh, it was in a different color. That's pretty much it. Is that is that is that a big enough deal? Like, I don't. It's a big enough deal. Their house might be an aesthetic. They house That's might be another the vibe thing. they wanted to have. People. And again, this is just for me having the benefit of watching all the people around me have babies and me not having one. People go out, all out, creating like nurseries and shit. Them babies don't even be in them fucking rooms. Like your kid don't really start sleeping in the nursery. It don't seem to me until they're at least like 18 months old. Like it's so excessive. Like, (laughs) And again, maybe this would be different if I was like, bringing a little human in but like i objectively doing all of that for a room that you're not going to be in the baby's not going to be in for like a whole nother year and a half is bananas to me because you have to have a baby in the room with you for like uh getting up and feeding them and shit and i'm not gonna walk down the hallway just to justify i created a nursery like you're gonna be in here with me so all i gotta do is roll over and give you whatever the fuck you need or change this diaper and go the fuck back to sleep not getting up walking down the hall to no fucking nursery. You, you just sound put, like you're going to put your baby in a box in the corner of the room. <laughs> they have the little bassinets by the bed. Or he's going to be comfortable. But I'm not getting up walking down the hallway unnecessarily. It's bad enough I got to get up out of my fucking sleep anyway. I'm going to get up and go down the hall? No. My whole bedroom going to be set up to have everything that fucking baby needs. 
<laughs> so I don't have to do shit. Bottle warm and everything. Roll over, feed the little nigga, and go back to sleep. What about the scenario that you and your partner, you have a person? You know what I'm saying? Like you have a man or a husband and yeah. y'all have a baby. Is that going to be the same situation? Because a baby don't need to be here and y'all go to pound town. When you first have a baby, how uh, how active are people anyway? Like realistically, again, I don't know. I don't think that that's going to be very active. So what you're saying is that you don't plan on being that active after you have a baby. Not immediately after now. And if that's the case, put him in a room then. But I'm not going to sleep with the baby in another room because then I'm going to have to get up, especially now if I'm like breastfeeding and I'm literally the only one that can feed this little nigga. So you can't even get up and go do it for me. I have to because I'm the milk. How? You got to put the titty milk in the bottles. You got to use one of the machines. You know, he can, you know, he can help. Mm -mm. Kid just going to be in the room. Just be easier for everybody. Like. Don't get me wrong. Yes, yes, but in the event that you don't, you worn out and your baby done tore your nipples up, like what happened with women who, you know, oh, yeah. are breastfeeding, then I do want to. I, I, as a partner, would want an option to be able to help. Yeah. And so I feel like, however, whatever we can do to store milk on the side to where when I need the help, I there's I can go get the milk. I don't really know how long breast milk lasts and shit. I like, don't know anything about. I don't know. Anything. You can put it in the refrigerator and. I think, yeah, I think some moms pump, pump milk to leave in case they need to go do something and they're not going to have a baby with them. But I don't know mm-hmm. how long it's good for. Like, I don't know how none of that shit works. I've hell. been reading. I've been in the kink Reddit, just reading random shit just to see how people ideas about it. Those of you that have some kind of a breast milk fetish. That's so weird. Just know that it's not really milk in the sense that you understand milk. It's It's just... <laughs> It's just a bunch of nutrients that a baby need <laughs> that a mama pr- produces. That shit don't taste delicious, y'all. I've never had any, but from the looks of the online world about it, it's, don't try it. Leave that shit for the children, okay? Shit is fucking weird. She did an edit. She said she did a couple of edits, I guess, because people was like <laughs> getting into her <laughs> in the comments. Edit. Some people seem to think I'm being entitled, so maybe I didn't give enough information. The playpen I actually wanted is only $35 more than the one they got, which means less than $20 a person would be spent. And why I ask for what I want if you're going to get whatever you want? Uh, And why ask for what I want if you're going to get whatever you want? I'm due in two weeks. They had months to get me the more affordable things on my registry. When they FaceTimed me to show me the gift, they said that they liked the one they chose better because it was cute, not because of monetary reasons, something cute over something I researched and picked out. And if I just return it without them knowing, they will be hurt when they see I don't have it in my house. Then the second edit, it's not about the money for the maybe they couldn't afford it people. They offered me they offered me to buy a $200 present that I already had, and I told them so. So they asked me what specifically was left that I needed. I sent them a link to something that cost $70 below what they had bought me, and had not al- and had I not already, and had I not already had it, they just wanted to get me what they like, just because they like the design more. And I can't return something to Target and pay the difference to get what I want from Amazon. That's why I can't return it myself. I just it ain't that. And again, I don't have a kid, and maybe hormones and shit. You feel different. This just seems so fucking trivial to me. I just don't care. <laughs> Like, I just, I don't. <laughs> it's a fucking playpen. I could see the shit that I feel like I would research is probably, like, strollers because, like, I would want to make sure that it ain't no shit that's just going to fall a fucking part with the baby in it. Car seats to make sure that I have, like, one that has, you know, all the safety requirements to make sure that my kid don't get injured. Like, those are the things that I feel like I would be researching. Some of this other shit, I don't give a fuck. I'm not researching bassinets. Okay, it's a baby bed that they're hardly going to fucking be in anyway because you're going to be feeding them every two hours and shit, holding them. So, like, that kind of shit just don't matter to me. Like, if I'm going to research, it's going to be things that, like, I feel like there's a purpose to research. But, like, again, and parents help me if there's something significant about playpens. But, like, again, it just seems like like a a kennel for a a human. (laughs) That's terrible. I'm not calling y'all kids dogs, but I'm just saying. It's a similar concept. I put the dog in the kennel to keep him from getting in shit and hurting himself. Depending on, and Remy don't even be in the kennel anymore. He know what not, the fuck not to do. 
when he was a puppy, I kept him in the kennel, keep him out of shit. You put your kid in the playpen to make sure that they're not sticking their fingers in like the light sockets and shit because kids do that. <laughs> I don't know what, the, what like what special things you need for a playpen. I just and maybe that's my ignorance. Again, I you know I haven't looked into any of these, but I just don't think I'd be researching playpens. It, it's just a fucking playpen. Like just if it's got a soft place for him to be and crawl around and shit, and it's gonna keep him out of my shit. Cool. So, yeah, I think you're being a little excessive, but you two weeks from delivery. A lot of hormones go with pregnancy. I don't think the updates help shit for me. No, I didn't. <laughs> like, uh, it's only 40 more dollars and they were going to buy something $200 anyway. So um, it don't make a big deal. They want to buy something that's cute. I want something that's functional. And I agree with wanting some shit that's functional over some shit that's cute. Yeah. But you should have been way more clear about this shit. Well, the description, again, the description and the differences is cosmetic except for the bigger pocket which is functional but she liked the color the color is not a functional thing that's cuteness that's the same shit you just don't like the color they picked bro i'd be like if your shit does not match what i want it might get returned i would have put that shit as a disclaimer out there <laughs> your shit might get returned if it ain't what i asked for y'all let just tell you right now but yeah, I think you got the better plan. It's like, don't ask for no shit that you want your sp- your own way. Yeah, just I don't know, I'm but then going. again, you know what I'm saying? It, because b- by the time you buy big shit, I mean, there's a lot of people that can help you buy bigger shit for your child that costs like, money that like you might not want to pay y'all like that. But I mean, if you're going to be picky about what they buy you to that degree, then, you know, you don't want to need to figure that shit out. Like I said, things that I feel needed to be researched and I want this very specific thing for my very specific reasons, I'm not even going to ask anybody to get that. I'm going to get that. The things that I'm going to ask for is shit that I don't care. If you buy the baby a bunch of yellow receiving blankets and we was going with like a blue thing, I don't give a fuck about that. It's a receiving blanket. This is going to spit up all over it and shit. It doesn't matter. Those things are the things that I would get because I'm not going to give a fuck. But if it's something, like I said, if I if it's something that I feel a need to research, then that means it's something that I'm going to want that very specific thing. And if they don't have it, I'm going to be the person that's going to go look for that specific thing somewhere else. Other people may not have that drive to do that. And if they go to like Target and it ain't there, then they're just going to get whatever else is in Target that they feel like is comparable. And I ain't going to want that shit. So I'm going to get the things that I'm particular about. But that's also my personality. So, you know, I don't know. But yeah, that's not a big deal. I don't understand. Um, let's see. This one. Let me do. I'm gonna do okay. my next. Okay. It's just um. I don't know how you feel about it. What did you? <laughs> my wife changed after we had a threesome a few weeks back, and I don't know what to do to make it right. <sighs> okay. I, this is from um, True Off My Chest, and he deleted his comment, cunt, um, his account, so I don't think he liked the input he got from people. Uh, this uh, seems like it's going to go in a very bad way, but good. I can't exactly apologize because whenever I want to talk to her about it, she dismisses me and says that she is fine and not to worry. We don't need to talk about that, but about six weeks ago, we had a threesome with a girl. She's been very distant and silent since. We haven't had sex since because she avoids it and intimacy is down to zero. Like one example is she never gives me a kiss when she gets back from work. And another is she has very long curly hair and she usually brushes it after shower in bed while watching TV and undies. Now she stays in the bathroom to brush her hair and comes out fully clothed because she waits for the lotion to dry. In the meantime, is her excuse. I was the one suggesting the threesome and she was skeptical in the beginning, but she said yes. We've been together for eight years, married for three, two beautiful children, two and one. Good jobs and income. Everything was perfect, but I wanted some excitement. My wife never defined her sexuality, but while she has only slept with men, she has had romantic feelings toward both men and women. She said she doesn't see gender. I tried to involve her in the process of choosing, but she said that she wasn't interested. I should just pick one and tell her. I've exhausted every means to try and make her communicate with me why she is so cold and distant. I know it's because of the threesome because it started around the same time and we haven't had any other significant changes in our life, but she adamantly denies it. I miss her very much. Listen. This (sighs) 
things like threesomes and like open relationships, these are things that both people have to be very clear about wanting. She didn't want to do it, is what it sounds like. And you talked her into it, and she agreed. And part of this, she shouldn't have agreed if she didn't want to do it. That's true. However, if you thought she wasn't interested in the process, uh, she wasn't excited. She wasn't interested. She didn't really want to do this. But you wanted to do it. And so you took her saying, yeah, sure, as the green light to just go full speed ahead with this shit. It don't sound like she was ever really comfortable with it. And again, part of the blame lays at her doorstep because she should not have agreed to do it. If she truly didn't want to, because I would have told you to go fuck yourself personally. <laughs> but <laughs> um, that is something that if you do not have the mindset for, it's difficult. Like I, I, I've had this conversation literally this this very not about a threesome, but about like opening a relationship. You can't just decide to do that later on. And the person that you're with is very much a monogamous person. If, if your relationship started out that way and both of you don't have an interest or a curiosity or wanting to do, you, you can't just change the rules because you want to. Y'all been together for eight years. She's never suggested this. She's talked about like having passing feelings in the past, but she's never acted on it. I don't know why you thought that this was going to go. Like, I don't know if he imagined that she was going to like do this or they were just going to be having threesomes once a month or what. It None of this sound like it was some shit that you should have continued down the path. When she was like not interested in it and was like, I don't care, just pick somebody. Like, all of those are clues that she didn't really want to do this shit. And again, not taking away her responsibility and agreeing, but dude, like you, it, <laughs> I don't know how you thought this was going to end well considering how it began so you know it it could be a number of things it could be the way that she you know maybe she's never seen you interact with somebody else and she made that makes her now feel insecure about your relationship it could be some shit that you did with this other bitch in front it could be a number of things that may have happened during the time that y'all had this threesome that made her uncomfortable and i you know she should talk about it y'all should be able to do that but i i don't know i don't know it is very hard to introduce those kind of things into a relationship that was not founded on it. If, especially if the other person has no desire to do it. Like, it's just, it's difficult. You know, eight years, she never said a thing. What happened is, I don't think he even thought about the future of what it meant to make this decision. I no, think he wanted didn't. to have sex with somebody else. He was led by this narrow-minded uh, expression of what he desired. He pulled his wife into it. And like a lot of dudes who do this, they make the mistake of taking I'll do it or yes as an absolute. And they run with that absolute without thinking about the skepticism behind the yes. Like sometimes yes and no ain't as cut and dry as yes and no. It ain't as black and white. Mm-mm. Like you need somebody to a hundred percent be committed to that decision, and that still don't guarantee that it changed because because I've read stories where a woman made a man's partner orgasm harder than he's ever seen his wife or girlfriend orgasm, and it fucked up his self worth and self esteem now. Yeah. You know, so the the outcome of this kind of thing could be unpredictable. You have to be so secure in yourself and so secure in your relationship. And you have to truly genuinely believe that you'll be able to recover or help recover from whatever it is that happens in, in your relationship from that. I mean, she only wants you to see her naked at this point. I mean, I don't know what happened during the time of this, this threesome, but like, her going in the bathroom and making sure that you like she comes out fully clothed and just not I mean that I don't know what happened, but I don't know if it's an insecurity now with her own body because of whoever the woman was or I don't know, but I mean this was a major fuck up. Um and I don't think it was worth it. Like, was this having this threesome worth now? what this has shifted in your relationship like but yeah there was no forethought on what this was gonna look like after it was just the excitement of oh we finna have a threesome like okay but you gotta live with your wife after that (laughs) and now that's what you got and And you didn't 
do the legwork to determine whether your wife was really interested in this or if she was going along with something that you wanted to do. Or, you know, these days it could have been a test. These days it could have been a situation where she was like, if he goes through with this, then it means this for him and for our relationship. If he goes through with this, then it means something. And she could be on that shit to where it's like, I can't believe he did that. I can't believe he actually went through with it. Now, I did a TikTok video recently about how I hate loyalty tests. Yeah. So on TikTok, they be doing these loyalty tests where they have two friends there and they'll be like, hey, call her boyfriend and see if he'll chill with him or call her his girlfriend and see if he'll chill with him. And people be finding out shit. And it's like, if you, you don't deserve to be in a relationship you in if you already are, are that skeptical. Like, if you would do a loyalty test, then you fucked up. Too fucked up to be in a relationship. Like, if you feel like you need to test your partner, then you too fucked up to be in a relationship. But if you if testing your partner is justified, then you already have the information that you need to just leave. Like, don't be like in a relationship anymore. Huh? It looked like Ruben was breathing. <laughs> I, so listen, full full disclosure, I doped him up um, because I'm tired of him. And so I was, that's part of why the concern, sorry. <laughs> you good. <laughs> um, so he all right. <laughs> but yeah, it's, that's a. Um, she didn't want to participate. That should have been your biggest red flag right there. Because somebody who was like fully engaged in this idea, I'm gonna wanna fuck fucking pick. I don't know who the fuck you gonna pick. I'm gonna wanna be involved in the process of who the fuck I'm fucking. Cause like that's what this is. I'm gonna wanna know. I'm gonna wanna be involved. I wanna the fact that she didn't want any parts of it prior to like the actual day of the deed, that should have been a clue. Because like who don't wanna be involved in choosing their partner for sex? That's what we, that's the natural order. That's the way that we do it. Unless you're like, you know, a sex worker, we choose people based off of people that we're interested in, people that we find attractive, people that we feel comfortable with, that kind of shit. She didn't even want to be a part, a part of that process. And you didn't see nothing wrong with that. You was just like, I'll just pick the bitch. It'll be fine. Like, no, (laughs) that was Mm. numero uno. The biggest red flag was the fact that she didn't want to be involved in the process at all. And you just went along with it because it's what you wanted to do. And that's never a good idea. So I don't know what you're going to do, but I don't know what the people in the comments, they must have been firing your ass up for you to have deleted it. <laughs> yeah, you deleted that shit. People must have been telling you what a dick you were. Um, yeah, that was that was it for mine. So this one... People like this, I ain't even read it, but like some people who have like dietary, like if you choose to have a special diet, that was your choice. And you do not get to be in other people's faces about it. But so am I the asshole for not attending my husband's celebration dinner due to the restaurant not having anything I can eat? Now, the only way that I would rescind that is if she has allergies or like there are health reasons why she couldn't have it you know but if it's just like you a vegetarian and this was a celebration for him and you ain't gonna go because they didn't pick a vegetarian restaurant when everybody like it's not about you this ain't about you it's about him that would be the only way if she got some kind of dietary needs because of a health issue or an allergy Mm -hmm. but if this just you being a bitch because you a vegan (laughs) i'm probably about it. it My husband has been working really hard the last two years to advance his company, and he finally got the promotion he's been after. I'm really, really proud of him. His parents are, too, and wanted to take us all out to dinner to celebrate. My husband absolutely loves prime rib, and there's only one place in our area that serves it, so he picked that restaurant. Thing is, I'm not fond of steak. I'll eat it, but very rarely. I prefer chicken or fish. I looked up the menu before leaving, and right now they have a limited menu. The place had only one fish entree and two chicken entrees, and none of them sounded good for various reasons. I suggested that he pick someplace else so everyone could eat. He refused, citing that we rarely get to go to this place, but go to other restaurants in our area regularly, which is true, but those places have lots of variety so everyone can eat. He suggested that I ask if they could prepare the fish 
the chicken without the marinades or sauces, but I didn't want to be difficult for the kitchen staff. You didn't want to be difficult for the kitchen staff, but you're going to be difficult for your husband, bitch. His next suggestion was that I order dessert while everyone else ate entrees, and then when we were done, he would take me to where I wanted to eat, to where I wanted so I could eat while he and the kids ate dessert. So I opted to just not go because I didn't want to sit there not eating and not have having a good time while everyone else was. My husband asked me to go so he could celebrate with the people most important to him. I told him no again and that he needed to get going before he was late. He did go but came back a little over an hour later with the kids and they all had to go boxes. He said he couldn't think of what to tell the kids about why I didn't go when they kept asking without lying or making me sound bad so he just got an order for them to go and the kids spent some time with their grandparents taking talking in the parking lot i told him he should have stayed but he said that i put him in a bad spot with the kids and that i knew he wanted everyone there and that i should have just gotten over my picky eating for one night i maintain if he really wanted us all to eat dinner as a family then he should have picked a restaurant with a more accommodating menu bitch <laughs> Like, if you're doing this, I cannot imagine what it is like for this poor man to be married to you on a regular basis. This is the most nitpicky ass fucking, this one, none of, this situation was not about you. This was not a dinner for you. You don't have any dietary restrictions. You just didn't like the options. And so, and you want everybody to change all the plans that everybody else was okay with to accommodate you. That is the most selfish shit I have ever heard. You are such a bitch for that. And he's such a nice guy that he didn't, because let me tell you something. And this is probably why I probably don't need to be married. But I ain't finna lie. Did the kids ask me, well, your mother didn't want to come because she was making a big deal about the fucking me. Like, he didn't even out you to the kids. Like, he was just like, I'm not even, they keep asking. I'm just going to, like, get the food to go. You ruined his celebration with your fucking behavior. And it doesn't make any sense. And you still feel justified in it. You still out here like, he should have just picked a different restaurant. Bitch. Now, it sounds like she's a consistent headache. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a consistent headache. And, yeah, it's very, very selfish on this thing that you acknowledge that your husband has been chasing and he's acquired it. And you acknowledge that he likes prime rib and only one place will serve it. And you really happy with your husband never having the thing that he like. And if you didn't he always accommodates not eating that thing and on the day that's special to him you still center yourself in his celebration like why didn't you like you 100% knew he was gonna choose that fucking steak place of course you 100% knew he was gonna choose that fucking steak place why put him through the games in this situation she did an update because apparently, people, I'm going to see what some of these comments are. But she said, some of these comments, comments were pretty harsh, but a kick in the pants. I've apologized profusely to my husband, and I'm going to take him to that restaurant this weekend and buy him some camping gear he's been eyeing as a start to making it up to him and changing course. That will not last, because this is a personality issue. And I feel like you're going to do this because you feel bad because the internet told you. But that's not going to change the selfishness that you probably exhibit on a day-to-day basis with this man because like this is such a ridiculous ass thing and something so small that you were not willing to do that again i can't imagine the other things that he has compromised on or he doesn't do or he doesn't say or he doesn't buy because of your behaviors so i don't even give a fuck about you like you still ruin his celebration you ruined the night that was supposed to be really exciting and happy for him. You ruined that. You can't take that fucking shit back. Apology or not. Sound like a bitch. Um, so, let's see. What are these? Oh, this is somebody like <laughs> took it point by point. <laughs> they said, um, okay, so the part about him loving prime room. The person says, sure, he's the man of the eating makes evening makes sense, uh, makes perfect sense that he gets to eat his favorite thing. Uh, she says she's not fond of steak. They were like, so and <laughs> like none of it, the whole thing was selfish from beginning to end. And you doubled down and just really you didn't go 
at no point did you say, man, I'm being a bitch. Or man, this is not about me. This is about him. You, not, not, none of that ever creeped into your little brain. So again, at I all. am not positive or I am not confident that this is going to be a change in behavior. You're going to do this because the internet told you to. And I'm not even sure that you actually going to fucking do that. I, I think you told that, said that because people were getting in your ass. But like, I highly doubt that this is going to mean a, a change in the way that your household is run. Like, not at all. And they had chicken and fish. Let me tell you something. So we went recently, we, we had a, the podcast group went to a restaurant. I forgot what it's called, five or something, but we went to brunch. Now, this was a small ass brunch menu. <laughs> they only had five things on this menu. One of which was shrimp and grits, which I was excited about, but I did not get to eat because they didn't fucking have it. You only got five things. How could you not, like, come up with the, the ingredients for the five things on your brunch menu? But at no point did I think, because the shrimp and grits was the thing, the only thing that I really wanted off the menu that I was like, I, I felt the need to be like, you know what, guys, because I can't have this thing that I wanted to eat here. We need to just all get up and go to a different restaurant. Do you know how shitty of a person I would have been to like that, that, that shit like that don't even cross my mind. I was just like, well, let me see what else is on here that I could potentially eat. And I just ordered something else. Because at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's not about her. That was his celebration. He was supposed to be able to. And it was he asked for something small. He never goes to that restaurant to appease you. And this one time, this one time you could not do something that he wanted because you're so selfish you can't see past yourself and that is a fucking problem and i'm surprised you're still married <laughs> because hell no i knew it was gonna be some bullshit <laughs> yeah i knew it straight um, bullshit i this one is was weird i don't know i don't know what he means by this Am I the asshole for asking my ex-wife to stop making my kids jealous and flaunting? Huh? Yeah, I don't I don't know what he mean. What what could that I don't know what that could mean. Let's see. He's 38, ex-wife is 35, and they got a 12 and a 10-year-old together. So I've been divorced from my ex-wife for 10 years and we have two kids together. I remarried a year later while she's still single. I have three further kids, a nine, seven, and a three-year-old. Damn, you just out here just populating ours. Okay. I have my sons over every weekend. About four years, my wife opened up an online business, and she's been making six figures. While my wife is a stay-at-home mom, and I make 30K to support our family. Wait a minute. That math is not mathy. Y'all, you're living and surviving and taking care of a wife and five kids on $30,000 a year? Cause she don't work. Jesus. Yeah, that's that's tough. <laughs> God. Um, so you can imagine how this difference has affected our two households. They live in a gated community. She drives a 2022 RSQ3, don't know what that is. And she and her sons go on two extravagant holidays a year. My sons came over this weekend and started telling me and the girls that they're going on a Disney concierge cruise in the summer. My daughter started crying, saying, Daddy, we want to go. And when I looked online for the prices, they're priced at $5,000 per person. It's been all they it's been all they talk about nonstop. I feel like their wealth is being shoved down our throats when we can barely afford heating this Christmas. It's not hard to be. It's hard not to be hateful, but I sent her a long text saying stop trying to make us feel less than i told my sons in private please don't mention holidays or gifts around the girls she replied with saying it's not her problem how we feel and when she does nice things for the boys me and my wife are the last people on her mind am i reading too much into this or am i the asshole for saying she's spiteful sir you projecting like a motherfucker like so you want your sons to have less because your daughters have less because of your inability like <laughs> What? <laughs> oh my God. I have no words. 
she not flaunting shit. You act like she came over to the house and was like, y'all are poor and I'm taking my kids away from here. The boys were excited about a trip that they're going on and they were talking about it. How is that her flaunting her wealth? <laughs> you sound ridiculous, my, my dude. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, your wife, she had a come up. And she's like, she has the right to enjoy the fruits of her labor. <laughs> and she has a right to provide these things for her children. <laughs> and it is not her fault, her problem, her business to make sure that your outside kids feel comfortable with that shit. Like, what? <laughs> Some people just don't have them all. <laughs> I'm learning that on TikTok. A lot of people have deficits oh my God. that we don't even think about people having. Motherfuckers be having deficits, man. It's her problem that you can't afford heat. Like, you you decided to start another family with this woman. And then the two of you together decided because y'all went and had three more kids that she was going to stay at home. And then you, because of whatever your capability background... You're making thirty thousand. None of that is your ex-wife problem. None of that is. She doing what the fuck she's supposed to do, which is taking care of the two children that she birthed, <laughs> and she's able to provide for them a lot more because she had to come up. She worked. You said she started a business, an online business from the ground up, and she made it successful enough where she is now making six figures. She worked for this shit, and you can't you because you feel bad. She's supposed to not enjoy shit. Like you sound bananas. <laughs> That is the silliest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and you saying she flaunting. She not flaunting anything. The children were the ones who even brought this trip up. She didn't call you and said, oh, hey, bitch. <laughs> Taking the kids to Disneyland. Something you can't do. She ain't did none of that. You should have been a decent motherfucker, man. I mean, I'm assuming that in this situation that you fucked up. Because it sounds like you got some salt and some resentment. And it ain't the kind of salt and resentment from when somebody else do you wrong. It's the kind of salt and resentment that when somebody that you used to be with do better than you. That's what it sounds like. And, you and I feel like you are the one that probably fucked this up. The first marriage? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another thing is that this conversation, this gets into patriarchy because... I believe in practical partnership, Red. What I mean by that is when people keep talking about this 50-50 conversation and paying all the bills conversation, we're going to do what makes sense. Yeah. If me and my partner both work a job and make a similar income, then we're going to split the bills. Yeah. That's practical. That makes sense. I'm not going to work my ass off to pay the bills just so I can say I'm a man. I pay the bills in my house. That's stupid. It's not practical. Now, if I happen to make three hundred thousand and she make fifty thousand, of course I'm gonna take care of the bills. But also, if she make three hundred thousand and I make fifty thousand, then I would expect her to kick in on that shit. Yeah, it's gotta be practical. And a lot of people that's having the like, if you're a man who is making thirty thousand dollars a year and your wife is not working it's because you don't want her to work to work buddy because that the kids i just went back to look at that the kids he has with the new wife are nine seven and three so you don't even got no little bitty babies these niggas are in school why is she not working and you make thirty thousand listen i don't have a problem with people staying at home if it makes sense if you were the one making six figures and you decided that both you and your wife decided that she was just gonna stay home with the kids that would make sense but you make $30,000 a year. Why is she not working? What? $30,000? It would be difficult for me to make $30,000 and take care of just me and this fucking dog. You got a wife and five children because you still got the other two from your, your, your other relationship. You have a total of five kids. So that's seven people that you're trying to help take care of. Off of $30,000 a year? In this economy, get the fuck out of here. She need to be working. (laughs) 
You don't have the luxury of doing that patriarchal shit where she she the wife, she's supposed to stay at home. Make more money then, sir. Thirty that that is thirty thousand dollars. Oh my god. That man. <laughs> That's sad. And you immediately so and this might not be true. This seemed like he was married. Maybe he was cheating with his new wife. Because he remarried a year later and had a child that said that. Because so, the, the last child with his ex-wife is 10. The first child with his new wife is 9. You immediately went out and started having more kids and starting a whole other family. Irresponsible. Irresponsible. And I'm sure them girls was excited. They probably don't know nothing about nothing. $30,000 a year, you can barely afford to feed them, let alone giving them any kind of like extra shit that kids would like to have. But that ain't your wife's problem, your ex-wife's problem or her job to make sure that you don't feel bad about the life you chose for yourself. You chose this life. You chose to run your household the way that you run it. That is not her problem. And if I want to take my kids and spend $5,000 a person and I can afford it and I want them to have it, then they're going to have it. And I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. And I'm sorry if you now got to answer questions to your children <laughs> about why their life looked like what it looked like. But again, that's not my fucking problem, bro. Your life decisions brought you to this point in this moment. And it don't have nothing to do with your ex-wife. You sound crazy as hell. <laughs> bro, Wilder. Am I the asshole for saying she's spiteful? How is she being spiteful? She's not done anything, literally. The only reason that you and your children know about this, this uh, trip is because your sons were excited about it and were talking about it. Spiteful would have been her coming over to the house and like making it an announcement. <laughs> How are you even saying she's being spiteful? <laughs> she wasn't even involved in this. <laughs> You're just mad. You man, and if you are the kind of man who feel like like women shouldn't work and shit, because it seemed like if she capable of this, then she probably was capable of making six figures ten years ago. And maybe you the reason why she wasn't able. Maybe you was holding her back because soon as she got you off her coattails, she out here soaring like a motherfucker. <laughs> so it seemed like you were standing in her way. <laughs> you definitely did this to yourself, young brother. Old brother, whatever kind of brother you is. He's uh thirty eight. He age. I definitely think about. <laughs> you did this to yourself, brother. <laughs> yes, it's just what it is, man. It's just what it is. You shouldn't have done it. Oh, you Not shouldn't have. So this um somebody said, Yeah, this can't be real. If he is living on 30k with two kids alone. He would be old master child support if she makes $100,000. No, he would not. Why do they think that? What are you even talking about? First of all, she was not making $100,000 when they divorced. Secondly, it sounds like she is the one who has primary custody of the children because his children, those kids are coming over visiting at his house. So I don't know where you would get that he would be old child support. If they have joint shared custody, nobody pays child support because both parents are still providing for those children. So I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. What do, you, what do you mean? Where do you get that from? How do they even have a home on a $30,000 salary? They could. If they could have Section 8, like, people can, you can do it. You're not going to be comfortable. <laughs> You're not going to be, like, happy probably with the shit. But it's possible to do that, depending on where he lives. Um, Somebody, uh, the edit. Lots of people asking why he would get child support. In California, where I live, it's evaluated based off of current income and expenses of both parents relative to how often the kids are in your custody. With a discrepancy this larger income, he could get child support. Not if they have shared. You you said based off of custody. If they're in your custody. Ain't no way in hell that he got, he went and had three other kids and he has primary custody of them other two. They coming over for weekend visits, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Not yep. have those kids. So he's not going to be old child support. And if he was old child support and was getting child support, he would be saying he make $30,000. Again, it don't sound like she was making this amount of money when they divorced, when all of this stuff would have been decided. Again, after he she got rid of his ass, <laughs> she was able to 
to make something of herself. And he's not owed that. He's not owed that. So he just sound bitter as fuck and mad and jealous. And you're projecting those feelings onto your wife. She's not done anything. Not as evidenced by what you typed in this Reddit post. Again, the situation with your daughters is because of your sons. Because they came over and were, and they should be able to be excited about a trip and talk about it. You had a private conversation with them and was like, hey, don't talk about shit that make you happy in front of your sisters. <laughs> Makes them feel bad. <laughs> That's that Sounds dumb shit, crazy. man. That's that dumb shit, man. Ooh, Jesus. Ridiculous. I cannot. It's ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. Uh, this is the last one I'm gonna do. Cause okay. this shit, this is office politics that I don't like. This will take I, us out. Okay. I do not like being included or being made to do like forced socialization because I work at a place with you. You're coworkers. And if I don't want to participate, if I want to come in this motherfucker every day and just do my fucking job and go home, I hate businesses and companies that be like, we're a family. Shut the fuck up. You're all is not my family. I work with you people. Okay. And that's what this is. I come here for a check. (laughs) If you were not paying me, I would not be here. What are you talking about family? Okay, so am I the asshole for including my coworker in secret Santa when she clearly does not want to be in it? Immediately, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why? She said she didn't want to be in it. She don't have to be in it. My work has seven female employees, including the two bosses. Needless to say, we are all very close and interact with each other on the daily, even hang outside of work. My 26-year-old female coworker. Wait, my co. Oh, okay. The poster is 26. The co-worker is 45. Both of them mm-hmm. are women. My co-worker had a bad experience with last year's Secret Santa. We had it split into three weeks for the fir- for the last three weeks of December. Week one, a trinket. Week two, a trinket. Week three, final gift exchange and staff dinner. That's already too much. <laughs> Why are y'all doing all of this? Her first two gifts came the following week, which ruined her experience of looking for her gift and waiting for it to appear in the designated week. And she also felt that her final gift was below budget and not thought, not well thought out. As everyone was having their own experience, admittedly, we didn't notice how bad hers was. This year, October, we selected the names for Secret Santa. This is when she told everyone about her experience and how terrible it was, mentioning it multiple times to different people and saying that she does not want to be involved this year. In charge, I still put her name in the generator, me and one of the bosses hoping to persuade her as we made a rule in the generator, her and her past Santa would not get each other. It did not work. Instead, I asked her to show me who she got and decided to get the gifts for both her and my original person without telling her Santa that she was not participating. This was done so that she could still receive a gift without having to put in the effort. Late November, after people started buying gifts, she made a comment stating that she does not own, not only does she not want to be a part of it, but if she gets a gift, she would leave it there at work. There is no way that she would not receive a gift. Either I would have three secret Santas or the bosses would still get her a gift. It would be terrible for the next three weeks for all to be excited about a surprise gift knowing she's not involved or receiving. Her past Santa would feel guilty and not able to enjoy the festivities. We would feel awkward brandishing gifts with her right there. The final brunch would be weird after we got close after we close work to exchange the last gifts. I understand her stance, but I feel that we should at least be able to make it up to her stress-free on her end so that everyone can still enjoy the festivities. My thoughts have even gone as far as thinking she is selfish because she knows how small work is and how it will impact the holiday season. Just accepting the gifts graciously is fine because we are only going doing it to make her feel included and to make up for last year. We aren't forcing her to buy anyone a gift. As her gym partner and someone who hangs out with her outside of work, I can never receive a gift and be excited to talk to her about it, knowing that she can't enjoy it as well. Uh, and she'd have two bad Christmases at work, but maybe I'm being selfish. You are definitely all that. We, we, it would make it difficult for us. It would make it weird for us. It would make it awkward for us. None of that shit is about her. If she don't want to fucking pretend, like, how do you sound? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All of this work that you're going to, to to include a person that does not want to be included is bananas to me. The simplest route of action would have just been to respect her wishes and just not include her. 
You're going all around the world doing all of this unnecessary shit. And to make her comfortable, all you have to do is respect her wishes. Don't it fucking include her. I mean, some people was raised wrong, and you can tell. Oh, my God. Like, what did you go through that makes you feel like it's okay to assert what you desire somebody to have on them? Why when did why, why would that be okay? It's why wouldn't you respect somebody else's wishes? They telling you overtly what they don't want. They had a fucking bad experience. They don't want to have another bad experience and you are trying to make sure you assert your bullshit onto them. Why? Why are you doing that? Dude. It's so it's so excessive. It's so weird. And people be doing this shit. And your job, y'all do the absolute fucking most. Cause let me tell you something. If I worked there, I would not from jump. I'm not. In, I'm not gonna be involved in it. You, I gotta buy uh, two trinkets and a gift, and we gotta do this shit for three weeks. I'm not doing it. Look, my current practice that I work at, we do Dirty Santa. My boss does a Christmas um dinner, and we play Dirty Santa at the dinner. She pays for the. We go. She'll always like um get a reservation at a restaurant and she pays for everybody's food and we play dirty Santa and then that's fucking it. And I don't mind that. That's cool. Whatever. Okay. All of this shit you're talking about. I'm not doing all of that shit. I'm drinking. I'm, get the fuck out of here. You are crazy. <laughs> do y'all not have your own families? Do you not have other things that you do during the holiday season? Because this really seems excessive and I would not be involved. There's no way. So y'all would have been mad at me from the very first time that this was even uh, introduced because I would not have been participating. I am not doing three weeks of this shit with you people. Y'all, are, I don't do this much shit with my family, my real family. Hell <laughs> no. Three weeks no. of gift exchange? No, that's excessive as fuck. And you can suck a dick. I'm not doing that. And yes, you're the asshole for forcing something on this woman when she has told you that she doesn't want to do it. She has told you in all the ways that she could possibly tell you that she is not interested in this fuckery. And you're just going to make her. That makes you a terrible person. She don't want to participate. She don't have to participate. This don't have nothing to do with the job that she's been hired to do. That's why I don't like, like, you. It, there are people that you have to be very careful about about interacting with when you work in jobs sometimes because that person will just do the absolute fucking most and really will not be able to separate the fact that we are co-workers who have a relationship because we work at the same place and we're not besties we're not going to do all of this shit outside of work because this is a job and i i hang out with you at work because we're we're both here for 40 hours a week so i see you a lot but like that does not equal us being best fucking friends this, woo, I, I hear these stories and I, cause I worked at a place, I've talked about this on the podcast before where the supervisor was a fucking histrionic personality and she made such a big deal about everybody's individual fucking birthdays and wanted us to have birthday parties for everybody. And she would go and buy these gifts and the gifts weren't even, it wasn't genuine. She would buy things and then make a big deal at your birthday party about, well, I got this because I know you like this and I like it. She would make it about her and everybody hated it. Everybody hated it, but nobody wanted to hurt her fucking feelings. So we were all subjected to ongoing fucking birthday parties all the time that nobody wanted to be at. Okay? I got all kinds of fucking monogram shit in my house that came from the time that I worked at that job. Because one of the things that she would do, because she had a friend that monogrammed stuff, I got all kind of bags and shit and <laughs> my initials on it that I have no use for. Because this bitch would just continuously do this. <laughs> oh, I hated that job. I hated that fucking job. So I would have probably have quit this this place. I wouldn't. I I would have already found other employment because y'all do the most. And I don't think you've had this experience. You haven't worked in a whole lot of offices, have you? 
No, I worked at the office at JBS. And uh, it was okay, but JBS was like, nobody was actually working. Yeah. Everybody was going to get their hair done and get <laughs> be going to get a signature from some kids real quick and then going back home and shit. <laughs> yeah. So you haven't had these, like, office experiences, but mm-hmm. I've worked at numerous, I've had numerous office jobs since I've been an adult. And it, office politics is the worst <laughs> i hate it thankfully where i'm at now like my co-workers are cool everybody understands like boundaries and so i haven't had any of these kind of experiences i've been there um a little over a year at this point and this will be the second christmas that i've been there and it ain't nothing except like i said we meet at the restaurant we play dirty santa it seemed like everybody bought gifts that made sense. So no matter what gift you ended up with at the end of Dirty Santa, nobody was going to feel a kind of way about it. It was cool. And then we all went home. And that was all the fuck we did. Everybody just went back to work. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Great. Some of y'all be doing the most with these jobs. Like, these are those people are not your friends. They're your coworkers. Stop trying to make a family happen. They're not family. I would not be here because look, I have to deal with my family bullshit all the time for free. I'm being paid to be here. Okay. That's why I'm here. Cause if you stop these checks from coming, I can guarantee you, you will not still see my fucking ass. Okay. <laughs> that is the only reason I'm here. <laughs> it is not cause we're friends. <laughs> I don't even know what people start getting that shit from. I hate that shit. I hate if I go in an interview and the person interviewing me start talking that family shit, I don't, immediately don't want to work at that place no more. Because I know what the fuck that means. Yeah. It means that y'all are all going to think I'm a bitch because I'm going to be the one that's like, I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I don't really have an interest in that. I'm sorry. No, I don't want to participate. Y'all going to be mad. Because I'm not doing it. I hate it. I hate this. Yeah. I've never dealt with those kind of office politics, and I'm glad. But it's trash. It's fucking trash. I mean, I've heard your experiences with... uh. The place you used to work at. That bitch was crazy. Like everything. You could have somebody die in your family. And that's nice that you would want to go and get somebody like a, a bereavement card or maybe like a flower. I don't have a problem with that. But she made such a big de- she made any situation about her and how great of a person she was because she did this thing for you. And that just make you want to throw the shit back in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Oh, she was such a... Let me tell you something. That was a long... I think I worked there for five years. Longest five years of my life. And I left. My last day of work was like the annual like conference or whatever. And I got my five-year plaque on my last day. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) About this bitch. (laughs) Give a fuck (laughs) about this plaque. (laughs) Fuck about this. It's in here somewhere. I, I might have thrown that shit away. But yeah, my last day was the day I received my five-year plaque. And she still made a big deal about it because she hadn't told them that I was leaving. Like some of the other people that were there, because this was an agency that had like agencies all over uh, Alabama. So there were people that weren't that didn't work at our local office. And she didn't even tell people. She, she did a whole speech. I still got that speech because it was so fucking ridiculous. Like I was still going to be working there. Gave me a hug at the front of the I hated that. Oh, God. It's that bad. If I could have cracked her against the head with that fucking plaque, I would have in front of everybody. This is what I think of these five years that I've been here. Damn. That's tough. (laughs) Crack the head over. I hated her. And, like, everybody was trying to get out because they all hated her. But because she was so dramatic, then nobody want to say nothing. So, like, the only thing, the best solution was just to leave. Because if you stay at, because she was really textbook histrionic, I promise you. <laughs> and so it was just easy to go along with it. But everybody, I don't think there might be two people there that are still there from when I worked there. Everybody left. She run you off. You don't want to be there? She's fucking crazy. Yeah, it sounds like too big of a headache to deal it, with. Yeah. yeah but that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. 
office politics, man. If y'all have some crazy office experiences, send them to us. I would like to hear them and hear other people's pain. <laughs> the time I spent in the office sucked, uh, but it didn't suck that bad. I didn't have a... My boss was not involved in the job, included us leaving the office and being uh-huh. out in the community. You know, so... Wasn't that big of a deal because I was always gone anyway. Yeah. You know. She had us call an ambulance for her one time just to get attention. Just to get attention? What? So she left work because she was sick. And I'm using air quotes here. She was sick. She went to a doc in the box. They gave her some medicine. Now, any other time when somebody leaves work sick, they just go home and take the medicine the doctor gave them. And either they come in the next day or they call in whatever. She came back to work after she left and went and got medicine. She came back to work. She took the medicine and then she claimed she was having an allergic reaction to the medication. But her allergic reaction was she started coughing, but she was making herself cough and you could tell that it wasn't genuine. And she had us call an ambulance for her. (laughs) Wow. Now, mind you, her husband, because she was so, I still feel like it was because she was difficult to deal with. He had a job where he worked out of state. And I think at this point he was maybe in North Carolina or something. And I think that he had not been giving her attention. And this was her way of garnering it because she had us call the ambulance. Then she had us to call her parents. Mind you, this lady at this time was like 50 years old. So she had her elderly parents (laughs) come and get her. Because when the ambulance came, she decided she did not want to go to the hospital via ambulance. So she had her elderly parents come and pick her up to take her to the hospital. They the ones that created this monster. Oh, yes. A hundred percent they did. hundred percent they did. They were so annoyed. <laughs> when them people came to the office to get this bitch, their faces... And she was, like, trying to talk to them to tell them what happened. And her dad was like, we just need to get on the road to try to beat this traffic. And, like, he cut her the fuck off. She was going to go through the whole story. He was like, nah, we need to just get in the car and go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he already knew it. Within he that. already knew. She had them call her parents. And she was also, her husband's name was James. And she had an annoying country accent. Call James. Somebody call James and let him know that I'm sick. James ain't going to give no more of a fuck, ma'am. Like, this is not going to get the attention. James did not come home. (laughs) James, he came home at the point he was supposed to come home anyway, but he did not rush home to her side. I don't know. That bitch was crazy. But, yeah, just to give you an idea of how nuts she was, she had us to call the ambulance just because she needed attention. Because if you were truly that sick, right, when the ambulance came, you would have just went immediately to the hospital. She had, they came, checked her out, and she was just chatting up the fucking, the um, medics. Just chatting them up. She's like, no, I'm just going to wait. My parents are on the way. They'll take me. Immediately. Coughing stopped. I ain't hear a cough no more after the fucking ambulance got there. That coughing shit stopped completely. That bitch was crazy. Nuts. Never had a supervisor like that before. Haven't had one since. Pray that I never do again. If I get somebody else like her, I'm going to take that as, okay, this is a a sign that I need to just go into business for myself. (laughs) That would be what you need to take from it. Need to just go into business for myself because I cannot work for another crazy motherfucker. That would be what you need to take from it. Because Jesus. That bitch was crazy. Worst experience in an office that I've ever had. Yeah. By far. But yeah, if y'all have office experiences, let, let send it to us. I would I would love to hear them. But that's it. I think that that's it. That's gonna take us out. Yeah. Um You got anything else on your mind, by far way part ways? Oh, I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.